Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is TV worth talking about. You didn't float up the lion on a bubble. I'm veering towards muffins. Stop making a turkey self and piss off. This is Shrine of Duty. Hello and welcome. To a very special episode of Shrine of Duty. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. And emergency episode required. Mother of God, guys. We are about to talk to Martin Comston, who, of course, plays that lovable rogue, Steve Arnott. I can't believe I'm saying that. Neither can I. I've had a nervous belly all morning. Um, I couldn't really sleep last night. And to be honest, when we started doing this podcast in 2019, did we ever think that number one, we'd get to be on the TV with Ted Hastings and number two, we'd get to interview the gorge waistcoat wearing Steve Arnott himself? Never in our wildest dreams. Never in our wildest dreams. I can't wait to talk to him now. He's a very busy man because uh, he's currently filming something else at the moment. So we've got a few minutes with him, but I, I can't wait to see what what he's got to say for himself. Like, is he out at sea filming this? We are completely <laughs> disturbing him, but he has... um lovely as he is arranged uh, a couple of minutes phone call with us which we're so excited about via Zoom I'm sweating guys I'm sweating uh, Hannah we got a few emails in actually we got more than a few emails it was your birthday yesterday Lad. and so many people tweeted Instagrammed and emailed to wish you a happy 30th I was actually embarrassed you know that like I was actually embarrassed by the amount of people that just that we've never met that listened to this podcast, that shared that maybe they had a daughter who also had a birthday on the same day or just said happy birthday or shared a nice thought about the podcast. I actually couldn't get over it. So, God, thank you all so much. Embarrassed is the only way I can put it. I was really blown away. But we got an email from a Sil Mason and you, Brendan, sent it on last night and the, the subject heading was Hannah's birthday. And essentially, she's a student of astrology for over 40 years. I mean, astrology or learning is never done. And wanted to let me know that turning huge or that turning 30 is huge and that big things happen to us between 28 and 30. And then went on to send me a really, really detailed astrology reading into April 27th and 27th birthdays and all of this fabulous stuff. And I just couldn't get over how nice it is. And I sat down with a cup of tea last night and a bag of minstrels and I read it all. And I just thought that was so lovely. So, Syl Mason, thank you so much for that amazing information and for your time. So mystical, Hannah. It's called a Saturn return. That fa- that phase of your life is a Saturn return. Oh, here we go. Well, little did I know. Here we are talking to Martin Compton in my Saturn return. Like, excuse me. Is Mercury in um, retrograde at the moment? Hopefully not. 
<laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's my plan. Couldn't so, tell you what it means. Yeah, no, hopefully not. No, no. Does that just mean when shit goes wrong? Yeah, I think it means when things are all over the gaff. All right. Okay. I mean, when are they not? Oh, no, it's always dro- in retrograde. We truly don't want that now. But um, Sylvia sent us that email all the way from Toronto, Ontario in Canada, which is pretty cool. Amazing. It is pretty cool. Uh, we're also, we are so excited for the, the finale of Line of Duty this Sunday. We're going to be all over your radios if you're in the UK on Friday. Oh my uh, God. We will be on. <laughs> Can we talk about what, what you guys are doing on Friday? Yeah, well, we're not exactly entirely sure, but in the space of two hours, Rebecca and myself are doing 16 interviews. It's a junket. It's, it feels like a press junket. You're doing a press junket. The people in the show didn't do this much press for the Bleeding Show. And the two of you are doing 16 interviews on Friday. I actually can't stop laughing. Yeah, so if you've listened to this before Friday, uh, you will be able to hear us on Friday talking all about what we hope uh, is going to happen on Sunday. We really feel like from watching the trailer that we're finally, finally going to find out who H is. Um, also, guys, I've noticed something. So obviously we've been doing quite a few uh, interviews on uh, BBC Radio over the last month or so. Like, uh, honestly, are you it's even a, saying it's, that? It's been amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's amazing. been really good. And uh, I've noticed because my surname, O'Loughlin, some parts of the UK, they, they pronounce it O'Loughlin, but oh, it's spelled really? the same way. Yeah. So oh, no, every no. producer that comes on the phone asks me uh, how to pronounce my surname or how I pronounce my surname. And I've realised, guys, that I have my own version of Hastings, oh like a battle. Go, go, go. Right? And I've realised that I do it every time. I'm like, oh, it's lock, like the lock of a door. <laughs> Because that's that's just the first thing that came to my head, and it's the easiest way to explain it. So, like, how do you pronounce your surname? And I'm like, oh, oh, Lachlan, like the lock of a door. <laughs> Brendan, I was like, Brendan, you're going to have to say that 16 times on Friday. <laughs> At your press junk. But guys, they Maybe say... Maybe I'll shake it up a bit and use different examples. Well, you could. They say in every... Or in the trailer that every single investigation is leading to this. So we are finally going to get some answers. I do hope that there are a few shocking twists and turns and squeals like we had the last time with Jill Bigelow's hair flick at the end of season five. Yeah. And Hannah, you uh, kind of had a bit of a go at me the other day for not actually giving you a prediction of what I think might happen. And I've since had time to think about it. So I think we're going to find out who H is and it's either going to be Nigel Morton or Mike Dryden. Brendan, it wasn't a go, but I just wanted no, to pull the best answer out I know, of you. And I, know. I just felt you it could commit a to. to a better prediction than the shite that you were talking about. <laughs> I just talked around it. I didn't give you an answer. My answer now is H will be Nigel Morton or Mike Dryden. And we Thank will find you. that out. That's there you brilliant. go. You're welcome. I'm hoping Marcus Thurwell isn't dead. Senor Thurwell. Senor Thurwell. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he's not. But sure, guys, listen, either way, it's going to be incredible. All of those, have you seen the pictures that they've leaked? Like of their paparazzi shots of some of the scenes from the finale? Yeah. Guys, we're in no, for some action. There's action Paint in... picture. There's action. Um, so there's uh, the two prison wardens in handcuffs. There's Balaclava men outside. There's Kate outside, I think. But I'm not sure. I think Kate might be in cuffs in one of those pap. Like paparazzi yeah, I photos I've seen. That one. I, seen I must that one. dig it out. Um, there's definitely there's big action scenes. I think there could be another ambush style situation while Joe is in the back of the prison van being transferred with the prison wardens. Yeah. I think there's going to be a shootout involving all of AC12. I, it's it's going to go off. I think it's Ted Hastings' last battle, and I think he might sacrifice himself in order to crack open the case. And his laptop could be the key to the whole thing. It's the. We haven't had that laptop return. No. He was working with Gail Vella the whole time. I think he lost faith in 
anti-corruption and in the police. He turned to Gail Valley. He worked with her. He gave her loads of intel, which he knew he was going to get caught for. He hid that laptop. And I think that he's going to leave the force and that laptop is coming back out to save the day. Well, guys, all will be revealed this Sunday, BBC One, 9pm. Will we get down to business? Let's do it. Fellas. We fell in love with Steve Arnott, played by Martin Comston, all the way back in Line of Duty Season 1. His character is fond of a waistcoat, popping painkillers and riding witnesses. <laughs> We've seen him fuck down the stairs, framed by the caddy, and grow some great facial hair while always trying to find the truth and do the right thing. We can't believe we're saying this. Martin, welcome to Shrine of Duty. Hello. How are you doing? Not bad. How are you, man? Good, thank you. Uh, Martin, thank you so much for giving us your time. Uh, we realise that you're really under pressure, so we really, really appreciate it. We really no, do. no bother at all, guys. And thanks thanks for all the support over the years. Shall we just get <laughs> straight into it? Yeah, go for it, man. Martin, it's Hannah. Hello. Lovely to talk to you. Look, we've seen the trailer for the season six finale. We watched every episode. Are we going to finally find out who H is? Can you please reveal... Um, well, I won't quite go the, the Joe Davidson no comment route, but <laughs> all I can say to you guys is um, I think there's a lot of payoffs coming this this Sunday. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of big answers that are that are coming, um, and I also think it's sort of deserved. You know, people have have stuck with us for such a long time, and yeah, I think there comes a point where the the natural kind of story arc that's been running all these years is is coming to an end. Uh, you say coming to an end, Martin. Are we going to get a season seven? Well, again, mate, with that, the genuine answer is we don't know. Um, but that's nothing different for us. We um, mm. Jed always takes time. Like after a series, he always like takes a couple of months because there's a lot of, I mean, stuff that's way beyond my pay grade. But the data, the figures, the analytics, audience scores. All that, I think he likes to take the emotion out of it and sit down um, and look at all that. But there's different elements this year. It's usually we, we're looking at just in terms of do people want us back, you know, because um, you, you don't want to overdo it. But there's also, you start to, when we get 10 years in, you start to think a legacy. And, you know, and if it goes down that well, in some ways it might be the perfect ending. But then again, you know, we might get to a couple of months and finish to decide there's, um, uh, but we won't, all what we'd say is we won't do one just for the sake of doing it. That won't happen. Jed will only do it if he feels there's a story there to be told. And Martin, I have to ask you, if you could choose any guest lead to star in Line of Duty, who would it be? Um, okay, I, It's a funny one to say that because with everything we see now, guys, it's, it's roughly everything we see in the media gets scrutinised. So I'd need to say something ridiculous like Pacino or DiCaprio or something that's unrealistic because otherwise, whatever I say, they're going to say it's happening. Um, well, that's the headline tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, so anybody like that. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people out there, but we'll, I mean, because it's such, it's been such a huge part of the success of the show has been these phenomenal guest leads. And every year it feels like, well, we can't top that. And then just somebody comes in, you know, right from the off, Lenny, and you've got Kaylee, Danny, Tandy, Stephen, and now Kelly. You know, it's they are really what drives the show. So I think, yeah, it's it's a it's a great part for anybody if there's another one to go. But again, it's something Jed will take time on. I can't believe I'm about to ask you this question, but all the way back in season one, somebody took a shit in Steve's car. It's been a talk of the <laughs> And we just want to clear up once and for all in a Shrine of Judy exclusive, do you know who it was? 
<laughs> I don't. I have my suspicions for sure, but it's never um, it's never clear. But um, I've got to say, um, my my money's on Mister Parkinson. Do you think somebody emailed us a theory to say that they thought it might have been Ted himself and they had a very long explanation as to why? I can't remember well, what it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I've drove him up the wall sometimes. I mean, I'm sure there's been moments he'd want to have a shit and something with Steve's, but yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the gaffer's some man. Okay, moving on from shitting in Steve's car. Um, Martin, if you could bring back any line of duty character, alive or dead, who would you pick? Uh, again, I'd probably go for Big Parky. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, uh, bizarre, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys know, but I mean, Craig's one of my close friends anyway, and he's pro- I think he's the actor I've worked most with in, in my career. I think we've done like five or six jobs together. You know, we've had dance-offs at films and stuff, like ridiculous. <laughs> but he, um, the Steve, uh, the Craig actually auditioned for Steve. Yes. Um, and he, and so he was a big sounding board for me because I was on another film and I wasn't sure about I don't like getting distracted when I'm on something and, and he called me and said, look, mate, you need to come in for this edition. The, the scripts are fantastic. Just make sure you read it. Obviously, I read it and went, wow. Um, so he ran the lines for me before, before I come in. Um, yeah, so Craig's been, and then just being able to share months on end with one of your best pals film was great fun. And he played the caddy brilliantly. I mean, nobody slurps tea like Craig Parkinson. <laughs> he was absolutely amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Martin, you guys have so many funny videos of you on set. You're always dancing together. Did anything really funny happen during filming season six? Yeah, there was one, again, these sort of big interview scenes, the tension in them is is unreal just because, not just so much of the scene itself, which is obviously filled with tension, but just going, can we do this? It's 30 minutes long. Um, and can we get through it? Can we get through it well? And there's usually a time about probably about day two after lunch when your mind's just gone and you're on autopilot and you know the, the giggles are ready to happen because the finish <laughs> line's in sight. And it's just taking something to go. And Adrian had a bit of a sort of brain freeze, but animal themed. And when he was, there's a bit where he shouts, he's on a rant at, Kelly and he says a bunch of racist thugs and he says it's a bunch of racist slugs <laughs> and there was a um, there was a mountain of evidence and he said there's a mountain, mountain of elephants coming at you <laughs> and you were just like what is going on and it's just and we just went and we rolled in because before I think one of them happened then everybody's averting each other's eyes and just grabbing your, your pinching your thigh under the table not to laugh <laughs> And then I think it was the slugs one and we just, yeah, everybody just lost it. It's like being in school and just getting really giddy and knowing you're about to get in trouble. Um, well, it is because you're up against the time thing as well and you, and you don't want to be the one because that's the problem with the giggles. <laughs> People think they're really self-indulgent. They're horrible, but once you start, there's no way back. <laughs> We've gotten pretty weird on this podcast so we can relate. Look, your waistcoats are such a big part of the show. Do you know how that costume idea came about? Yeah, it was me. It was me deciding it. Um, Jed had an idea in the, in the first series. He just kind of wanted layers. He said, I want Steve to look a bit different. And so it was the second series when I come back in. And Steve just kind of, there was a different, there was a couple of different thoughts in my head. As one, like Steve does see himself as Sherlock Holmes. You know, he thinks he's like a super detective. Um, and obviously the great detective, as I say, is Sherlock Holmes. So he's had that idea. But also, he's sort of, there was somebody, he's, he's, He's the overdressed wanker at work. Like, he's the guy in the call centre with a headset on. 
like with the waistcoat having all the office affairs and nobody can understand why <laughs> you know like how is he pulling all these birds and he's got because it's just that wee arrogant thing about him that he just thinks he's a wee bit better you know I love playing him he's a joy to play and, and the one thing with him is he has an arrogant wee so and so but he really cares about his job he cares about I mean that is the, the something Jed always drives home to us like with everything's going on and especially and there's a great line this year and it's kind of aimed um, in a broader sense and like like a barefaced liar promoted to our to our highest office I mean read into that what you will in, in our current climate um, and this thing is always like AC12 are what st- stands against corruption and never forget that uh, Martin, you once said in an interview that uh, you listened to a Line of Duty podcast recap just to kind of refresh <laughs> your memory on what was going on in the series. At the risk of sounding egotistical, can I ask you, was that us? It was Shrine of Duty. <laughs> um, uh, I, I was um, kind so of hoping you I might have said was, no, so it would have been really awkward. Well, because I, I had no idea this this thing existed. Um, well, Because it was a time, obviously the show was doing well, but it's not what it's become now, and now there's multiple podcasts, but I think you guys were the first. Um, and um, I remember, I can't remember who told me about it. Somebody, you know, because you get tweeted and stuff going, you have to listen to this, you have to listen to this thing. Um, and I'd looked at it and it was when we were, it was before we were coming back um, and it said like a series recap. So I went, oh, and it was really helpful. I've got to say. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh if my we goodness. weren't in a full bleeding lockdown for four months over here, I think we'd be going out to celebrate tonight. <laughs> we would. Yeah, good stuff. Um, and Martin, I have to ask you as well, we have a little segment on the podcast uh, called Lines of Juicy and we pick out the best lines of the week of, on an episode. What is your favourite line ever from Line of Duty from any character? I mean, you're going to go a long way to top Jesus, Mary, Joseph and the wee donkey, aren't you? And the wee donkey. It was so good this week. Yeah, I mean, and as, as well, one of those, you, you, can, you can already see the memes, like as he's saying it, you know what's coming. Yeah, it was so good. So good. So Jesus, Mary and Joseph and the wee donkey. Uh, Martin Compson, thanks so much for chatting to us. Can we just do a really quick fire round before you go? Yeah, go on. Okay, Jackie Laverty or Jill Bigelow? <laughs> Jill Bigelow, male Jigelow. <laughs> <laughs> Ted or Kate? Oh, Jesus, guys. Oh, it gets worse. Um, I think Eddie, Eddie would take it better, so Kate. And Vegas or Scotland? Oh, Scotland. All day long. Okay, that was easy. Thank you, Martin Compson. Thank you so much for chatting to us on Line of Duty. It's been a blast watching you play uh, Steve Arnott in Line of Duty. And uh, we can't wait to see what happens in uh, the season finale on Sunday. Uh, It's been a pleasure, guys. And again, thank you for all your support over the years. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <gasps> oh my God, guys. What a gent. That was the main reason I was nervous was because it's an actor that we followed for so long. And, you know, Steve Arnott isn't a real person. We had to meet the real person there, Martin, in his true Scottish form. And he was just so nice. He was lovely. And I love that he's on the same page about people's perception of Steve as, you know, people who watch the show are. That, like, he's like, he's the wanker in the office who wears the yeah. waistcoat and the headset. Like, yeah, Guys, really I good. also can't believe that we asked him who took a shit in, a, in his car. <laughs> He took it so well. Uh, well, I can't believe that you guys made me ask that question. It was very conveniently, Brendan. was like, well, I'll just take the first one. Oh, well, I'll take the second one. Oh, I'll take the shit one then. Thanks a million. I had to um, bloody ask him if he listened to our podcast. Well. I was sweating about that, but yeah, thankfully. No, that was absolutely awful. I when the words if he came out of no. your mouth, time slowed down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's just a really audacious thing to ask. I would have loved if he'd said, no, mate, <laughs> it was so the Guardian. I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, of course it was the Guardian. Why would it be us? <laughs> Um, oh my god guys oh, what a, guys a dream come true seriously a dream come true to be able to chat to Martin Compton it's the best show on TV he has brought the character of Steve Arnott to life over the years Steve Arnold I, I really would love another love he story he came up with the waistcoats yeah that's cool isn't it's it it's amazing uh, and I love that Adrian Dunbar uh, kept talking about animals by accident <laughs> in the glass box spectacular with Joanne Davidson <laughs> so good I just can imagine that they get so giddy on set because they're under so much pressure and the show is so serious um i also really like the answer to the question about season seven so that at least relaxes me slightly that there isn't a big final ending yeah, they don't Next know Sunday, yet that there yeah. Is room I, yeah i'd say it'll be tied i'll up take it i don't know that if it was the last one but but left open that it could continue yeah mm, he said if jed has another story mm. to tell or has a story to tell then it will happen so let's just hope to god jed has loads of ideas for another season i'm sure he has loads uh guys that was our chat with martin comston we will of course be live tweeting the line of duty season six finale this sunday it's going into a bank holiday we can sit up all night dissecting it isn't that amazing we don't yeah. have to go to bed we can drink loads of gills and tonics loads of gill and tonics um, we'll be Boy, live tweeting Sunday and we will be back right here for your uh, Line of Duty season 6 finale podcast recap next Wednesday morning thanks for listening end of your terminated go on piss off this is TV worth talking about so we want to hear what you have to say find Shrine Podcasts on Twitter Instagram and Facebook at Shrine Pod even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.